Welcome to StoreBrands Spotlight. I'm Greg Sleeter, Executive Editor of StoreBrands. Our guest today is Anna Schroeder, Senior Vice President of CPG Client Partnerships at Ibotta. Sales of private brand products are growing at a consistent rate as consumers continue evolving their purchasing habits in an effort to save money. But how does the private brand industry take further advantage of this? What additional steps need to be taken by industry leaders to change the perception of private brand products and gain additional market share? Certainly a significant point in history for the private brand section and one that Anna and I will be discussing. So Anna, welcome to Store Brand Spotlight. Thanks for having me, Greg. Appreciate it. It's our pleasure. Um, Before we start into the questions and talk specifically about uh, private brands, can you just give us a little overview of Ibotta and what you guys do? Yeah, absolutely. So Ibotta is a free cashback rewards platform. Uh, We deliver rewards to consumers through our app, our website, and our browser extension. And consumers uh, through that can receive cashback on about 2,700 or so brands. We've recently expanded our content to include the Ibotta Performance Network. Uh, Dollar General and Walmart are two of the, our newest uh, members of the Ibotta Performance Network. And so we're going to be extending uh, all of that great brand content from those 2,700 brands to their sites natively. Interesting. So, so you're, it really relies on feedback from consumers then in terms of what they're buying? Absolutely. So we've got great access with with our network and with our uh, our direct to consumer properties. We've got a great view of what consumers are buying, when they're buying, how much they're buying. And we're able to aggregate a lot of that information for our manufacturer partners and our brand partners. Gotcha. So you're really seeing firsthand how consumers are shopping, what categories, what they're buying, what they're spending. So that, that must be interesting to look at. And I'm, I'm assuming part of that is you're seeing this growth of, of the consumer buying more private brand products. Um, so part of, I guess, the discussion I would like to have with you today is about kind of what's happening and then what the benefit is going forward and how, do, how does the private brand industry keep this momentum going? Um, so I guess on the top, um, when you look at, as you see more consumers, I guess, turning to private brand products, and again, for a variety of reasons, um, you think this is somewhat of an anomaly or do you think this is a real opportunity for retailers to take advantage of what we're seeing and kind of boost their store brand assortments going forward. Yeah, I don't think that this is an anomaly at all. I think one of the the interesting things that we're seeing, um, I've spent some time over the last couple of weeks digging into some of the branded manufacturers quarterly earnings reports. And what we're seeing overall um, from their perspective is that overall consumption is down or flat. But we're seeing revenues from these uh, branded manufacturers uh, increasing. And what that means is um, they're going to be comping in the next couple of months against some, uh, some, some big revenue gains that they've had because they've taken price increase. And we're seeing consumers, I think, through that lens, uh, switch to, to private, uh, private label and store branded products at a, at a pretty rapid clip. Um, I don't think that this is an anomaly. I think that uh, these store brands have really invested over the last couple of months in quality and in in and in, uh, in investing from a brand perspective in what these brands are and what they represent to consumers. I only think that this is going to grow. I think some of the store brands may find some pressure from the branded products coming up in the next couple of months as they start to comp against these big revenue gains from price increases that they've taken over the last couple of months. 
We've seen some retailers have become more aggressive with product development efforts as it pertains to um, their private brands assortment and others not as aggressive. For those that maybe are a little behind right now, um, do you think there's a need for them to think differently when they're looking at ways to expand their private label assortments? I do. I think right now there's this going, there's going to be this jump ball moment for consumers, right? Consumers, um, they, they, you know, for the ones that have historically been investing uh, and, and purchasing branded products, they've switched to private label and there's going to be an opportunity to keep those consumers within the store brands portfolio. And what that's going to require is an investment, an investment in those consumers, an investment in innovation, an investment in, in connecting the dots for consumers to make sure that they know that these brands um, continue to have relevancy. So the supply side, which is interesting because I think suppliers have relied on retailers to come to them with ideas. And we're starting to see that relationship evolve as well. When our retailers are coming to the suppliers and saying, what do you got? What ideas do you have? What are you seeing out in the marketplace from the from the product supplier side? How do you think they should evolve how they you know approach their business and working with retailers to develop new product private label lines? I think they've got to invest in research. I think they've got to continue to invest in understanding what consumers want and get ahead of trends so that their store branded products can be on trend and almost ahead of the curve. There there are lots of companies, I bought as one of them, that can help uh, store brands and retailers understand consumer trends and get ahead of some of those curves to better invest in, in, in product development. Historically, we've seen national branded products really lead the way in developing new things, coming up with new flavors, new beverages, and then the private brands kind of build off that platform. What are the lessons that maybe the private label side can learn from those national brands to come out with the products first, but you know, before the national brands do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, to my earlier point, I think research is absolutely key. So understanding consumer trends and getting ahead of those trends, but then take a page out of the, the branded manufacturer's playbook. Invest in marketing, invest in talking to consumers about the benefits and the innovation that they are launching. I think Whole Foods 365 is a great example of this. They're doing research. They are on trend. They are constantly launching products. They're optimizing. And then they're talking to consumers. I see Whole Foods 365 everywhere in print, in TV, in streaming, and they're doing a good job connecting the dots for the consumer around making it relevant. Yeah, it's interesting because, I mean, the Whole Foods brand has been there. The 365 brand has been there uh, for those of us who are close to the industry. But but the consumer facing uh, marketing campaign that they have, I feel like it's everywhere now. I feel like every third commercial, it's that. Um, The other one, too, is Kroger, who's spending a lot of money uh, in consumer facing advertising and really explaining to folks the quality and I think treating it more like a national brand than a private brand. I'm assuming we'll we'll see others start to do that more and more as, you know, retail tends to be a kind of a copycat business. I hope so. Yeah, it's interesting. When the products come to market, um, and I think you just touched on it a little bit in terms of the consumer advertising, um, are there other things besides the TV commercials? Not everybody can afford that kind of spend, but what else can the retailers do to bring attention to their private brand items on shelves and make them stand out, you know, on in a crowded shelf space? Yeah. 
Google coined this term a few years ago, the zero moment of truth. And I think in retail, we often think of that zero moment of truth, that decision point of when consumers making the decision about what they're going to put in their cart at shelf. And so I think at shelf advertising is absolutely important. But I would argue right now that particularly with the economic climate that we're in, that zero moment of truth is actually happening before consumers get to store. I saw an article recently that talked about how 79% of consumers are making a grocery list before going in store. And so it's really important for both brand manufacturers, but particularly for store brands to make sure that they are on that list ahead of that shopping journey, getting um, at that zero moment of truth, getting in, in that decision set. The shopping list creation walks kind of very well into the next question in terms of technology. Um, yeah. There are still people out there who are you know, pen and paper doing the list, but technology can help not only create a digital list, but we got e-coupons, we got various yeah. things right now that technology can help. So what, where is technology's role in not just helping consumers save money, but highlighting maybe the value in private brands? Yeah. So again, I think it's getting on that list and getting on that list is crucially and vitally important for branded products and particularly for store branded products. But we talk a lot about getting the right offer in front of the right consumer at the right time. And that's where I think digital technology plays a really important role. At Ibotta, we've got access to all sorts of first party information in aggregate. So we're able to understand and talk to consumers individually who have bought your product in the past, who may be buying a similar product to yours, and talk to them and try and give them an incentive to take action in the right way, in a way that doesn't erode the, the margins of the business, but delivers kind of that sweet spot incentive for them to, to take action. Interesting. And I think we've seen more of that. I was at a show earlier in the year where um, there was a lot of talk about technology, again, through the smartphone and and, and building that list and, and, and getting away from the print circular to a digital ad circular that really taps into what a consumer wants. So that evolution will be fascinating to watch as we go forward. Absolutely. You guys at Ibotta, you track uh, through you know, all the information you get from consumers, you're able to see what people are buying. Um, are there any product categories within private brands that are seeing more activity than others? Yeah, uh, we just did some research uh, for the month of April overall. Again, this is just the month of April. We saw a 5% growth in shoppers shifting to private label from the month prior. Um, we also saw that General Food and Bev had a greater than 7% share shift to private label. Health and Beauty saw about 3.8% share shift. Uh, there are other categories that are also seeing incredible share gains. Uh, baby care, household care, and dairy are also seeing incredible share gains uh, for private label. Interesting. And, and obviously there's the, you think dairy and some of the issues there and some of the prices. So that, yeah. um, that does make a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, what does the data show uh, in terms of growth opportunities for retailers within private brands? Yeah, these would be the places that uh, if, if, I, if, if I had control over a, a store brand, a private brand, those would be the places that I would be uh, really thinking about innovation. I'd really be thinking about opportunity to capitalize on the momentum in the category. Again, per, per some of our earlier conversations, we talked a little bit about how branded manufacturers are going to be comping against really big 
uh, revenue numbers coming up in about the next six months. And so for them to drive, they're going to have to drive consumption. And so we're going to see them lean into price promotions, I think, in the next six months. So if I'm a store brand in those categories in particular, um, innovation is going to be critical, but also maintaining that price gap advantage with the branded products. And, and finally, uh, what message would you give to retailers and suppliers about what we're seeing now in terms of the current growth opportunity um, and making sure it sticks, but also keep sales growing as we move forward? Yeah, this is this is absolutely a pivotal moment for suppliers, for retailers and for consumers. Private label uh, brands have won consumers over with their quality and with their value. But again, we're going to see the 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 category upended a bit in the next couple of months. Get in front of this. Let Ibotta help you lean into some of the the research and some of the uh, first party data access that we have to help you maintain that competitive edge moving forward. Anna, is there anything else you'd like to add? I think that's it. Thank you, Greg. All right, terrific. 